great. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Um, so I suppose the thing is, you know, I, I was trying to stress that each of the gospel writers uh, records the resurrection just very slightly differently. The absolute, um, you know, kind of key elements are the same, but uh, they put little bits, bits of stress on certain things. So we were looking at Matthew and uh, there were three th verses that I kind of picked out that are special in Matthew um, and really just I think are so, so significant. Um, there's a verse there where Matthew, where the angel says to the women who go to the tomb first it is the women who go first and by the way Matthew says that they didn't need a reason for going other than that they believed that Jesus was going to rise from the dead um, and the angel says to them says um, he's not here he's risen just as he promised and, and that's the thing that Matthew really wants us to know that everything that Jesus has promised everything that God has promised in the past has, has been fulfilled and and I'm really holding on to that for in this particular season that all the promises of, of God are good and all the promises of our good God um, are, are still true however anything might might feel to us now and that's that's without belittling the issues and the fear and the you know the the oddness of, of this time that we can trust in the goodness of God that everything he has promised um, as we sing sometimes in Trinity is yes and amen um, in in Jesus the, the, the second verse I, I kind of picked out and, and wanted people just to notice was that, um, uh, that when um, Jesus speaks to the women, the women go away from the tomb. Um, they're rushing back with a mix of fear and excitement, rushing back to, to tell the other disciples that the tomb is empty and they meet Jesus. They clasp his feet, which just really absolutely explicitly says this was a real bodily resurrection. It wasn't a ghost. Um, and Jesus says, go and tell my brothers to meet me in Galilee and I said this morning that little phrase my brothers is so significant because it's a term of absolute closeness and mm. endearment and love and basically Jesus is saying you know look even though you've rejected me even though you abandoned me uh, you are still my brothers and sisters and I said by the way in the Greek the word brothers is gender neutral it's women and and men and I just find that so encouraging because, you know, in seasons like this, it's well, for me, it's important not to ask questions. It's not to have doubts. Um, you know, I think doubts are so key, aren't they? Because from doubt, we get faith. Um, and just to know that my God is embracing me. He, he just is is the reconciling, loving God who just throws his arms around around me. And and there's nothing, says scripture, nothing, says the Bible, that can put us beyond the love of God. And then and then the third one I just picked out and I just wanted to finish with it in this little recap was Matthew tells us very explicitly that there was an earthquake when the women arrive at the tomb. There's an earthquake and the stone is rolled away at that point so that they can see into the tomb. I, I don't know if uh, maybe you had thought that um, the stone had to be rolled away from the entrance to the tomb so that Jesus could get out. Well, that isn't the case. Jesus, God, didn't need the stone rolled away to, to, to leave the tomb. But the tomb is, is exposed as being empty for their benefit, for our benefit, to, to look in. And, and to see the amazing truth that that God loves us and uh, God is 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 breaking through the barrier of death. We do not need to be afraid, says Jesus. He says, don't be afraid. The barrier of death is broken.
And I did say this morning that this is a time when we're bound to be asking all kinds of questions about God's love and his power. And there'll be many of us going through tough situations where we're wondering, how can those things still be true, that God is all powerful and all loving? And I was saying, look, somehow this coronavirus is linked to the brokenness of the world. I do not believe that God has sent this. But within this situation, we can actually perhaps even more acutely, even more intently know that God loves us. The cross tells us that God is with us and that death is defeated. He opened up the tomb so that we could look in and see it's empty, see it's true that everything that Jesus has promised has come true. That's what I tried to share this morning. Wow. And recapped in four minutes. That's impressive. Hey, very, very good. Well, look, you were hearing that around the campfire across Cheltenham and beyond. We'd love it if you've got questions or if you sharply disagree with Andrew, just text in. Um, Sam, you heard that you heard Andrew this morning. You've had some time to reflect. What's what's what struck you? Um, I think when Andrew said about Jesus saying, before he said he said he would rise again and i think that's really key in this time because like we might not believe like jesus might speak to us but we might not believe what he's saying because we're in this time of hardship and this might be the first time that jesus has tested people's faith this much but i think we like take from that story that we just need to trust in what he says and trust in what he declares because what he says is the truth and the only truth so if we just trust in that and we keep our minds set forward, then like our faith will not only become stronger, but we can prosper. That's good. Really good. good. Thank you. Jill, did you agree with Andrew or did you disagree with him? Just just let's have a straight answer. Far be it for me to disagree to an with Andrew. Um, in many ways, I also agree with Sam because... Um, the thing that struck me very much was the whole sense that death is not the final word. And as we've just sung, the grave has no claim on me. And for the women, they'd gone to the tomb because they thought that death was final. That they had forgotten that what, when every time that Jesus talked about his coming death, he added on top, and on the third day I will rise again. But they lost out on the anticipation that the best was yet to be because they stopped part way. And it's easy for us to do that as well during this time when everything seems black and difficult and, and awful. And, uh, but that there's still something coming, that the words of Jesus are still to be fulfilled in many other ways and that we can trust him. And just really? to I hope David's okay just to say, just picking up from those two, I think it's so encouraging, isn't it? When we read all four of the gospel accounts, actually the, the variety of reactions that there are. So I think that really encourages us that there's no correct way um, in these kinds of situations. There's a whole range of people and range of, of reactions. And maybe that encourages us today as we're experiencing this situation so differently. Yeah. Real, a real challenge, though, for that, that's coming across is, is what, what we hear of what God says ahead of time, ahead of 
the hard stuff that's going to happen what we hold on to in those yeah. in those moments that's what i'm hearing in as, as people reflect here what, what we hear before that how we can be rooted in that um or or how easily we can get shaken perhaps like some of the disciples were in the in the meantime and, and we are in a situation that can feel very shaky holly how, how have you been reflecting on this let me bring you in so um as a student community we met a bit earlier today and actually a lot of what we were talking about was around the fact that god is our living hope and um that we are alive in christ that those two are really important truths that we need to hold on to um, and for me that that added on top of that is the relationship the fact that it's not just that we've been released it's not just that we've been set free that we are um saved but actually there's this relationship that jesus desperately wants with us um that he calls us brothers and sisters that he um allowed that tomb to be open for us to to, to look in and to see um to to, to to know that he is there with us now is just an incredible truth that is one that that we really need to cling on to in this time because if it's not about love then then what is it he's did it he did it for love so that's i think something that stood out for me so good can i add in on that david oh sorry yeah 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 josh i was just gonna say that was reminded me um the psalm that jill read out at the beginning um there's the verse that I think it's Psalm 86 and the verse that says, for great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Mm -hmm. And just picking up on what Holly said about how the living relationship that Jesus invites us into. And for me, just another immense reminder that what Jesus has done for us has enabled us to live in the resurrection life that he, mm -hmm. um, he bore for us and how what what he did on the cross and then you know what we celebrate today on sunday the resurrection is something that he invites us into as well and how our lives now i mean our, our lives for eternity are changed because we get to be with him in heaven forevermore but also in the immediate in the everyday and <clears throat> how our lives are are changed and we get to live in resurrection life in the everyday our perspectives change you know the way that we look at relationships and uh you know our provision the everyday completely changes as a result of the relationship that he wants to have with us yeah changes everything james, james what's the noise on their phones apart from song requests loads of songs coming in um plenty of requests we've got um build me um really you gave it all for us no Apart um, from the song request, back, back to the sermon, James. Anything oh, on that? Sorry, sorry. Um, getting a bit carried away there. Um, yeah, I, I was, um, was, was going to ask you, like, what does living in the power of the resurrection look like? I know sort of, you sort of pointed on it a little bit there, Josh, but what does that actually look like, you know, walking in the power of, of, of Christ, the resurrection life day to day? What does that look like? Anyone got any ideas? <laughs> well, I, I, said this, I said this morning that one of the things that we have to remember, uh, by the way, I've obviously been out in the sun far too much this morning, this afternoon. I'm like, look at that. It's not the fire. Um, I, I said that one of the things I think, you know, I was really struck by to remember again is that for the women and then the men that they told, um, this was a whole new world for them. It was a whole new paradigm for them. 
um, and they 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 had never walked this way before. They had never walked the way of knowing that Jesus had risen from the dead, that he was as close to them as we've sung as a as a, a brother and, and a sister. Um, and so the answer to the question is it is to pursue relationship with Jesus. Um, it is to invite the Holy Spirit, God with us, to, to come into us, to fill us with everything that he wants to give us. And, you know, it's the spirit of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus changes us from the inside, inside out. So I suppose, James, you know, the glorious thing um, is to know that it is just a step by step mm -hmm. walk and, and not to worry about the fact that none of us know exactly what uh, even the next few weeks are going to look like maybe we thought we did once upon a time know how things were going to work out well you know I just love the fact in one sense I hope people wouldn't hear this flippantly and to disregard the real pain that's going on at the moment but we've all been leveled by this situation haven't we we're all stepping into a new world a new paradigm and no one has traveled exactly this way before so here we are we trust in God his power the Holy Spirit changing us from the inside out to live as people who are filled with the resurrected spirit of Jesus with resurrection people Easter Easter people so for every one of us tomorrow is a new day step by step yeah yeah I love that phrase Easter Easter people I love that that we get to be resurrection people but we're also people who are called to to the Friday of carrying our, our cross and as it's that kind of mix. I want to know the power of his resurrection, but also the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings that the Bible says. And I, it's just that that for me holds the tension of, yes, I want to be expecting the miraculous, expecting of God to do the Sunday stuff, but I'm called to also do the, the Friday cross laying down stuff. And there's a real tension in that for, for us at, at the moment. Um, we're, it, we're probably out of time for, for our chat. Um, James, unless there's something burning or yeah, from, from the story here just shared um, by uh, Stephen Helen. Um, they, they shared, they heard, um, heard the sermon of uh, some friends heard the sermon um, this morning. And um, one, ones that might not call themselves Christian um, at this time, um, but they were quite anxious. And one of them said, it's some about the, the way of looking into the into the um the tomb when it's it's empty um just someone said it somehow said something positive and hopeful to me and i just wanted to share that hallelujah um so that's from steve and helen um there's something there's a hope in seeing that the the tomb was empty um and jesus is living um the life with us so god continue to stir people up as they look into what seems empty i pray that they would meet with the risen jesus as you stir them up thank you for doing that so so graciously so far well i mean that that leads us in we would love to to pray together uh, um i don't know how comfortable you feel praying if you're watching us and you're just exploring faith we're, we're going to pray together around the fire for a little bit before we do our final um our final song Thank you for, for gathering with us. If you do want to know more about what we're doing and our, and our stuff online, trinitychatham.com is a good place to get all the information, particularly if you're part of our fellowship, at the ways that we're serving the vulnerable in our community at the moment. Keep in touch. And, and if you're not yet getting the 714 prayer mail, we'd love you to, to get connected with that. You can find out details about that 
on the website um just keeping us sharp about how we can be be praying but we're going to pray together now <clears throat> campfire style so anyone anyone can pray let's not pray over each other because that's just rude guys don't pray with a marshmallow in your mouth uh, but if if you want to uh, mute us and just pray in your own way um that's fine if you want to say um amen along to our prayers then great we're going to spend a couple of moments um in prayer because we believe in the resurrection power of god so someone lead us yeah lord jesus um thank you that you are with us um in this time that you are the risen the risen king and lord um those who have lost people um at this time in this crisis lord thank you that you come alongside us and that you are with us lord i ask you to be comforter holy spirit come come holy spirit and be our comfort in your name amen